great morning power of podcast audience members it's been a few days and god is still wonderful god is still good god is still awesome loving on my god today may 20th this reading from the book that i've been sharing with you a little bit of he sees When you play peekaboo with a really small child, they think that if they cover their eyes, you can't see them. It's funny, isn't it? That they think they can hide by simply covering their own eyes. When they are a little older, hide and seek is similar. Hiding in plain sight, unable to control their giggles. They believe as long as they don't look at us, we won't see them adorable. Maybe that's how God reacts when we try to hide from him. Oh, how precious. She thinks because she is pretending to enjoy herself, I can't see how much she is hurting inside. Whatever we are thinking, pretending, ignoring, or forcing ourselves through, God sees our our hearts. He knows our pain and he knows our sin and he wants to take it all away. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is is naked and exposed before his eyes and he is the one to whom we are accountable hebrews 4 13 new living translation are you hiding in any part of your life do you believe that if you haven't confessed something maybe god hasn't noticed it yet spend a few minutes searching yourself for anything you are trying to keep hidden and ask god for the faith to uncover your eyes Mm. That is wonderful. That is awesome. Because recently, I just discovered some things about me that I didn't realize were still there. Uh, And maybe I was hoping it wasn't. Maybe I knew deep down inside and I didn't want to acknowledge it. So I had to repent and ask God to help me. And he has been helping me. There's some days I have some mess ups, some slip ups, some falls. But if I know that I can go to God and say, Lord, I need help with X, I need help with A, I need help with H, G, and whatever other alphabet number. I need help with 2,500 million and one. He will be there and say, okay, Lily, here I am. And I can go to him and ask him for the help that I need. The help that I know is going to help me to keep going, keep moving, keep saying, Lord, I thank you for another day. Lord, I'm grateful. Lord, I believe that you will do above anything and everything that I could ever ask or believe or think or even imagine, right? So just to say that we have to think about every little part of our life and every big part and every in-between part because it's somewhere in there that we're missing something. We may not think it. We may not know it right now. But if you ask God, Lord God, help me. Lord God, show me. I just want to be saved, sanctified, set free, delivered. He's going to do that because he knows your heart, especially if you're being real and you're being honest and you're being true. He knows all of that, and you will find out that he knows it because he will start to show you stuff. He will start to reveal stuff unto you. Now, don't get downtrodden. He's not trying to condemn you. He's not trying to uh, make you feel bad. 
He's trying to show you, to help you. So you can say, oh, that's in me. Lord, Father, God, help me. I repent. Help me, Jesus. Help me not to do that anymore. Help me. God, only you knew that. I, I knew something. I remember that happening, but I didn't know I was still holding on to it. Maybe it's a grudge. Maybe it's some sin that I'm trying to sweep up underneath the rug and hide from everybody around me because I don't want them to know that I sinned and I cussed somebody out or I had sex with that man and he was married and I, I just, or or I had um, intercourse with that female and I'm married to uh, my wife and I went over there, you know, talking in regards as if I was a man or a male, you know what I'm saying, because there's some men who go and they sleep around their wives and there's some women who go sleep around their husbands. You know, oh, I'm in an adulterous relationship or an idolatrous relationship. Maybe I'm doing stuff that I'm not supposed to be doing. I could be watching pornography, masturbating. I could be doing all kinds of things. I could be in a same-sex relationship and think, I love God, God loves me, and I know, you know, and then he goes, hey, son, daughter, that's not right. And you go, oh, but it feels good. I love it. I want it. I think they love me, and I know I love them, and da-da-da-da. But son, daughter, that's wrong. I'm gambling away my finances, but it's, I feel good because it's an outing. And, you know, son, daughter, that's wrong. I'm, you know, I get angry sometimes and they make me upset and I curse. Son, daughter, that's wrong. Or I'm just having a regular everyday conversation and I might swear. Son, daughter, that's wrong. Just yesterday, just to be real apparent and real transparent. I was sitting here watching a TV show with one of my sons and something slipped out. It was a cuss word. And I was like, what the? And I, was like, and I had to repent. I was like, oh, Lord, did that? Jesus, I'm sorry, Father God. But see, when we're real and we're transparent and stuff happens because we're not perfect right now, but we, God does these things to show us, hey, I need you to realize I love you and I want you to be saved, sanctified, you know, and, and be real. Be real and be authentic. Be who I called you to be. Don't pretend to be something that you're not. If I pretended that I was perfect, this podcast wouldn't be here for this long, I don't think. I, I would really hope that it wouldn't. Because I know that God is sovereign in all his ways. But I know that God has been helping me and teaching me how to live right. How to act better and do better and repent <laughs> sometimes three, four times a day if I have to. Just because I don't know. He might come right now and maybe I haven't repented. He might come in the next 30 seconds. And if I haven't repented, I can go to hell. I will go to hell. If I have not repented and changed my ways and asked God for forgiveness, for help, for peace, for joy, for love, for everything. And read his word. Oh, my goodness. That little book there, uh, it, it does help me. 
but it does not substitute the word of God. I can read books by several authors, by people that we know, and sometimes people we even say we trust, like T.D. Jakes or Juanita Bynum or Paula White or uh, Joyce Myers or um, John Hagee uh, or Benny Hinn or, you know, um, these different people that we put our trust in more than we put in God. And they've even told us, don't trust me like that. Trust God. You need to trust God. Even um, Sarah Jakes Roberts, okay, she tells us, trust God. You got to trust God. Um, my own pastor, I don't usually mention her name, and I won't even right now, but she goes, look, you need to trust God. Get your Bible. Read your Bible. Don't just come on here Wednesdays and Sundays and don't read. Read your Bible. Read, people, read. It's time to get up out of yourself, out of your flesh, and get into the Word of God. Get into the spiritual realm and ask God for help. Get down on your knees and pray. Lay prostrate. Sit on your side of your bed. Sit on the side of your couch. Sit in your bathroom. Sit in your car. You know, walk down the street. Walk, get on the bus. Stand at the corner. Pray. Ask God. Don't stand there trying to do something stupid now. Don't be like, oh, I'm a prostitute, and I'm going to pray and ask God. Yes, you need to pray and get out your situation, but it don't mean sell your body. It don't mean sell drugs. It don't mean, you know, what I'm saying is we need to do what we're supposed to do. Not get up here and do whatever we want to do. I can pray. I can tithe. I can give to the church. Ooh, I'm going to give them this five, six, ten thousand dollars $10,000. And I'm going to be all right because I gave of what I made. And I'm still selling drugs to the people next to me. I'm still selling drugs. And these people are dying left and right because they're ODing or they, they get caught up in something. That they shouldn't be getting caught up in. We have to ask God for help. We have to ask God for forgiveness, not necessarily for what we've done to others, but for what we're doing even to ourselves, which affects others. Because with every person in the world, we have the capability to affect up to a million people. We do. Because what is what have they what were they saying a few years back that for every person that you know, you're six degrees from knowing somebody rich and famous. That means six people away from knowing some people that are rich and famous. I've actually met a few famous people. But I don't go, oh, look at me. Look who I met. Ooh, ooh, ooh. No. Because it's not like that. It's not about that. It's about look at the Jesus in me. Look at the God in me. Look at the Holy Spirit in me. All three are one. They all are one together. You know, because I have a, 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 a ego, a super ego, and an id. Sigmund Freud taught us that, right? And he was an atheist. God was trying to reveal himself even to this man. Even with that. But he didn't take it. He didn't take the hint. Sigmund Freud is dead. And he's probably awake in hell. Regretting every moment that he refused to believe that there was a God and that there was a heaven or a hell. We can't be like those that person or anyone who has been lost and gone 
and said, ooh, look, oh, they went to heaven. No, they did not go to heaven. Stop preaching these people into heaven when we know that they did not go to heaven. Stop preaching Michael Jackson into heaven. Stop preaching Prince into heaven. Stop preaching anyone who has died in their sins into heaven because it's a lie straight from the pit of hell. Stop. We got to stop that too. So when we're talking about, you know, he sees, he sees us. He wants us to see us. So we have to ask who? God the Father. Lord God, help us all. To be able to see what we need to see so that we don't make the same mistakes that our ancestors made. Whether it's our own personal ancestors or the people that just came before us. That we learned from. We don't know if Amadeus made it in. I wasn't around. I don't know how he lived. If he lived nasty and and horribly, then he went to hell. If he died and he was in that same condition. Anyone who dies in the condition of sin and did not repent at all, we know where they're at. And if they never got saved, sanctified, set free, or delivered, we know where they're at. Repentance is about saying, Father God, help me. I need help with this, and I apologize, and I repent, and I don't want to do that thing anymore. I want to turn away from it. Help me, Jesus, to turn away. Help me, Lord. Help me, God. Help me, Holy Spirit. Teach me how to live. Show me how to live right. Help me to get in my word and read and fast and pray. And then we can say, oh, thank you, Abba. I appreciate you, Adonai. Thank you, Elohim. These are just names and titles of God that we fall down and we worship. But we can't get so much into the name or the title that we forget who he is really to us. He is our creator. He is who he says he is. He's everlasting. He's sovereign. He's our majesty. Not the queen of England. She is. Um, she has her own uh, kingdom, per se, of England. But she is not our creator. We can't fall down and worship the queen. We can't fall down and worship the the pope. We cannot fall down and worship T.D. Jakes or John Hagee or Juanita Bynum. Or whoever it is that you you listen to a lot. Joel Osteen. Oh no. Please don't fall down and worship mankind. Because mankind is just like you. You might as well make yourself a god. But that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is. God is God. We are not God. God is who he says he is. He has made us in his image. We cannot worship ourselves. We cannot worship each other. Because just because we're made in the image of God does not make us gods. It does not. And we need to stop allowing people to put us up on pedestals. We need to stop allowing as mothers or sisters or aunts or, or, or cousins or nephews or uncles or brothers or fathers or uh, uh, grandparents. You know what I'm saying? We cannot go, oh, look at me. We can't be, you know, the president of the United States. We can't be, you know, the queen of England. We can't be uh, the president of um, Russia or the president of of Pakistan. We can't be these people. And even if they are those people in those high offices of the land, 
we can't put them up on bigger pedestals than what they already are on, first of all. Second, we cannot put them above God. Everything else must come second or after. So it's like um, when when I do my Mary Kay, they believe God first, family second, career third. And guess what? Everything else comes after that. So if I consider you part of my friend, that means you're going to fall in my family category. Okay? If, if I consider you um, one of my enemies or somebody who has despitefully used me, you're going to come after my career. But I'm still going to pray for you. And I'm still going to ask God to help me to love you. Doesn't mean that I don't love you because you're fourth now. It just means that you're fourth on the list for me to pray for. I'm going to pray to God always, or third on the list for me to pray for. I'm going to pray to God, always do that. And I'm going to ask God to help my family and myself. And I'm going to ask him to help my work and my finances. And then I'm going to ask him to help everyone else. And sometimes before I even get to my family and my work and my finances, I ask God to help everyone else. Because that's what I should do as a Christian. I pray for those who despitefully use me. I pray for uh, the people who have misjudged me, mistalked, or spread ugliness or whatever. I pray for all of those people because they need Jesus just as much, if not more, than I do. And then I know I got to pray for my family. Then I bring in myself. Then I worry about, or not necessarily worry about, but is concerned about my um my finances and everything and I ask God to help me to be more like him. That's why his son was easily persuaded to get on that cross and die for us because he put us first. He knew he was going to die. It was going to be a horrible death. But irregardless He put us first so that we can say, Lord, I thank you. And we can have that chance at the tree of life. And we can rebuke death. Now, yes, we still will uh, die one day. That is leave this earth. But when we leave this earth, are are we designing our, our afterlife to go to heaven or we design it to go to hell? What is your design on your afterlife? We don't have a second chance to come back here. Father God, I ask that something was said on this podcast. I didn't even know you were going to take me this way. That that encourage or inspire somebody to be saved, sanctified, set free and delivered. And that they will remember to be authentically true, not just to themselves, but to others. And especially to you, Father God. And that they will put you before and above all else in their lives. In Jesus' mighty name, I thank you for coming on and listening. I thank you for following me. I thank you for sharing. I thank you for praying for me. I thank God for you and your life. May God help you, keep you, bless you, and always love you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen.